you feel like you're stuck or find yourself attracting the same type of relationships and negative experiences or just not manifesting what you want in life, welcome to Heal Your Story. I'm your host, Heidi Dallaire. Here we discuss all things life, love, relationships, the relationship with yourself, and the stories we tell about ourselves and others. I help people get out of their busy heads and get back in touch with their heart space to learn self-love and help heal their story. I'm a heart space and relational coach, a holistic health practitioner, and author at HeidiDelaire.com and LoveWideOpen.com. Let's go hold some heart space together. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to episode 84, Empaths and Narcissist. What's the draw? What's the connection? Today we'll be talking and learning about empaths and narcissists and their magnetic connection and why it is so important for the empath to have solid boundaries. I've been down this road, and it was years ago, but now I'm more consciously aware of how I operate in the world and have many tools to work with. This episode is to help you understand yourself, to also understand the narcissist. I help a lot of people with these types of scenarios. While being an empath is a beautiful trait, it can also make us a target for narcissistic abuse. Empaths are highly sensitive, often called highly sensitive people, and highly intuitive. We are very feeling beings, and we process the world and its happenings through our feelings. Both empaths and highly sensitive people, um, we can feel preyed upon by the world without fully being conscious of who we are and how we react in the world. We come into this world with a really strong sense of needing and wanting to help people through their struggles. We want to fix people. We want people to be healthy and well and the best versions of themselves. We can actually see the path people should take and want to help them get there. While this can be a wonderful trait to be a helper, we can also find ourselves giving too much of ourselves away if we don't know that we're an empath. This can make us a target and abused by narcissistic-type personalities. Empaths are the type of people who as I said a bit earlier, are highly sensitive and intuitive. We thrive on one-on-one conversations and enjoy our alone time. We abhor superficial conversations. We can find ourselves completely drained by superficiality because we're energized by feelings. We feel really energized when we feel like we're connecting with someone. That can become an issue for us if we don't understand that we're an empath or a highly sensitive person, because a narcissist or a narcissistic type personality loves that. They want to reel you in like a fish on a hook. A narcissist loves 
that you long to be seen and long for the need to be one-on-one -on -one with someone. They love that you love your alone time so much because there won't be less witnesses to their abuse and their antics. A narcissist will actually look for someone with high empathy to be able to act out this cycle of abuse. A narcissist has to have control over someone else. This is what energizes them. This is what feeds them. This is what powers them up. Empaths are easily drained and we're constantly absorbing the energies of others. We actually take on feelings of other people and it becomes really difficult to differentiate between our own feelings and the feelings of someone else. I used to feel this way for a really long time and didn't understand, but now I do. Anyway, if you add gaslighting to this empath narcissist scenario, it's really easy to see how tangled and empath's emotions can become and how frightening it is to be in this type of relationship. Why do I know so much about this, you're asking? I was in one of these types of relationships. I'll spare you the scariest of the details, but we'll share one of the gaslighting stories with you. One morning, my boyfriend came into the bedroom as we were both getting ready for work. He just stared at me. I instantly had the feeling that I had done something wrong. You see, this had been going on for a long time. He looked at me and said, You stole my pants. I looked back and in great defense of myself, said, Why would I do that? He didn't answer that question. He just continued to berate me about stealing his pants. To the point he said, Quit lying and just admit that you took my pants. While he was continuing to get ready, I ran down to where we iron laundry and his pants weren't in the ironing pile. They weren't in the laundry either. I went upstairs and looked under the bed. I looked in several bins of clothing. And then I sat down on the floor of the closet and started to go one by one through the clothes piles. Yep, I was frantic to find them because I didn't take them. And yet I felt guilty and shameful. As I sat there, I actually had the thought, Maybe I did take them. It was at that moment that something snapped in me and I knew I was in bigger trouble than I was even aware of. Side note, a few weeks later, he said his pants had been at the cleaners. There was absolutely no apology for berating me and accusing me of stealing his pants or that he had been wrong. This happened in so many scenarios. A narcissist will never admit they were wrong. This is why I write about this topic a lot. I really want there to be awareness around this type of relationship and connection with an empath and a narcissist. As feeling beings, we're not adding thinking into the equation most of the time, and then we find ourselves feeling, reacting, or doing. Like the above example, Instead of understanding that scenario was absolutely ludicrous, I went into feeling, reacting, and doing mode to the point where maybe, maybe I did take them. Yeah, no, that wasn't the case. So if we meet someone with narcissistic traits, 
and they also love bomb the hell out of you. And then we totally feel seen. We can get totally wrapped up in this because empaths are such feeling beings. And we feel all gooey that this is the romantic partner that we've been looking for. You know, so they like alone time too. And we're going to have this fairy tale relationship. This person needs me. And when I take care of them, look how awesome they do. Look how good they feel. Now, let me just be clear. Both genders can be narcissistic. There are just as many narcissistic women as there are men. I've seen it and heard it a lot in the stories my clients have told me. Men can have high empathy for their female partner and feel completely abused and unseen or empathized with for all they sacrifice and vice versa. Either way, one partner always tells the other that it's their fault and never takes any ownership for their behaviors. When you're an empath, you're usually a nurturer, which is an awesome, great quality. Yet you might want to nurture people who seem wounded because you think that your love and attention will fix them. You might see all of the signs that this person can't get along with other people, blame everything on others, they tear people down, they have a tough time keeping a job, they tend to have issues with their family, nothing is ever their fault. You may fall for this, it's not my fault, scenario. And it's because you want to be there for them because they have completely hooked you through trauma bonding. And it's your extensive ability to forgive and nurture that keeps you in this loop, in this cycle of abuse with them. You have way too much empathy for what this person is going through. You may sacrifice your health or even your bank account to try to help them. Been there, done that, who can raise their hand right now? Empaths immediately want to take care of other people and often do not think of the consequences of doing so and what sort of toll it will take on them. So if you recognize these traits in yourself, I really want you to do a couple of things. When you wake up in the morning, I want you to check in with yourself and tell yourself that it is your priority for the day to understand who you are and what are your goals for the day. What are your needs for the day? What are your feelings in these experiences? Work on detaching yourself from the emotional world of others and begin to start boundaries for yourself. Boundaries are necessary as an empath. I can't emphasize this enough. Boundaries are necessary as an empath. Without boundaries, you are accessible to a narcissist. They are like energy vampires, like an octopus. They will suck all they can from you physically, spiritually, emotionally, sexually, maybe financially, in all avenues of your life. By waking up in the morning and asking yourself about your dreams and aspirations and about who you are as a person, start you on a path to see how you have let this type of person take over your entire thinking process. What 
strange you about this person? Do you even actually like this person? Because that can happen. You can get so fixated on fixing someone, you don't actually even like them. Ask yourself, what don't you like about yourself? What do you want to change in your relationship? Ask yourself, how might I be being exploited in this scenario? In that scenario? In that scenario? Ask yourself, how am I allowing people to violate my boundaries? Where can I work on my boundaries? How can I take care of myself? Where do I start? Empaths need to take care of themselves. They need to ground. When we're ungrounded, it's easier to let someone push our boundaries. There are a couple ways you can ground yourself. You've often seen my pictures or me talking about nature, podcasts about nature, articles about nature. I talk about nature a lot. Empaths love the water. You can ground yourself on a walk by the ocean, by a river, etc. You can ground yourself by taking a tubby. We connect with all things, stars, sky, and earth. So get out into nature to help clear your head and ground enough to be able to see what is truly going on in your relationships. Give yourself time away from relationships and just with yourself and allow nature to guide you into what's actually happening. Take note of what upsets you, where you begin and others end, and you'll start to recognize the pattern behavior of yourself and the narcissist. Now, taking a look back into your childhood could give you some clues about your own behavior. Were your feelings ever exploited? Were they validated? Are there codependent traits in your family? Are there any family members that have narcissistic traits? Is there someone in your family who was a people pleaser or had um, poor boundaries themselves. There could also be some learned behavior involved, but better understanding the patterns from your childhood will better help you moving forward. There are things that you can do to help yourself as an empath when looking at these behaviors. You can journal, you can join a group, you can get counseling, you can get coaching. I happen to love mindfulness and meditation to help slow me down enough to understand myself better. Learning to love ourselves as ourselves will help us when we get that pull to be a fixer. When we learn to connect to our own feelings instead of taking on the feelings of others, it creates a healthier you. Learning to love ourselves instead of seeking it in others is a big step in the boundary process. Just this alone is the step forward. I hope this has helped you understand the importance of boundaries as an empath so that you are less susceptible to the tentacles of a narcissist because they truly can just wrap you. If you truly don't know where to start or feeling stuck, don't know how to go forward, please reach out to me at hello at HeidiDelaire.com or book a Heal Your Story strategy session 
to get started the help you need. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of Heal Your Story. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me, my coaching services, my book, or book a Heal Your Story strategy session at HeidiDelaire.com. For other self-development articles, go to LoveWideOpen.com. And you can also follow me at Heidi Dallaire or Love Wide Open on all social media channels. Thanks so much. Sending lots of love.